Welcome to an updated version of the Hometown Headlines newscast for Tuesday morning. We are changing things, leading with the hiring of Missy Kendrick as the new president of economic development for Roman Floyd County. Her interview follows for about a minute and 10 seconds. After that, we'll resume your normal newscast for Tuesday morning. Missy, first off, congratulations on your new assignment. Thank you so much. What's your uh, What's your agenda? I know you're coming in. You got to meet everybody. Anything on the top of the list? Well, I think at the um, the very top of the list is learning who all the stakeholders are and meeting all the stakeholders and trying to decide or discern what the vision is for Rome and Floyd County moving forward. Um, and then bringing everybody to the table so that we can all get on the same page and move that vision forward. Yeah, good idea on that. Of course, here you are, you're coming in, you're familiar with Northwest Georgia being in Polk County. Uh, differences in the communities, of course, kind of kind of large-scale differences, different kind of environments and all. Uh, looking at Roman Floyd County, looking at all the issues it have, you're coming into a brand-new job. Any big surprises you've seen in the interview process? No, not really. As a matter of fact, um, it's interesting that some people say issues or what are some problems. I don't see any of those. I see opportunity here, and I think that um, we might need to kind of shift the focus a little bit and understand that this is a great community, and we just need to capitalize on it. That sounds great. Once again, congratulations. Thank you so much. Look forward to working with you. Likewise. Welcome to the Hometown Headlines newscast for Tuesday. This is John Druckenmiller reporting. In our headlines this morning, Somerville Park residents hope to expand their fight to prevent sleep-in from building a 52-room hotel at Martha Berry and Charlton Street. We'll talk a little bit more about this in our second segment this morning. They have now organized a new Facebook group in opposition of the planned hotel off Martha Berry. Investigations continuing this morning also in a uh, Cedartown shooting from Monday. Monday, one man is dead in that shooting. We hope to have more details by midday. Real estate news for you. Again, back down to Cedartown, the Redmond Plaza on North Main Street has sold for just about $2.4 million. We have that update for you today. One more business note. We did talk to the folks who are running the Etowah Crossing. That's the shopping center adjacent to what they hope to do over in East Bend, the former Kmart location. According to the property manager there, they have just one vacancy of 2,800 square feet in that existing center. They, of course, are watching what happens as Etowah Crossing uh, does keep close proximity to what's going to happen over at the East Bend Center planned by Ledbetter Properties. Sad note this morning, we noted yesterday the passing of Dr. Lori Johnson. She was known for her counseling and coaching services here, as well as uh, having her morning show, Saturday morning show on WLAQ. She died of lymphoma uh, early Monday morning. Fred said she was a constant source of encouragement to them. Also today, we have updates on our other podcast, our interview segments. I will talk to uh, Sheriff Tim Burkhalter and Chief Deputy Tommy McGuire about jail safety and expansions. Uh, work is beginning this week, really, on a 60-bed medical wing expansion there. We'll talk about that, about safety issues and other concerns at the jail with the sheriff and Chief Deputy Tommy McGuire. Also today in headlines, we tell that um, Harbin Clinic has named a new senior director of marketing. That is Sarah Tuck. Also, Joe Montgomery has been named the new special agent in charge for the GBI's local office that is based in Calhoun. Don't forget, we have all your events for celebrating Independence Day. Uh, Parks and Rec fires things up this coming Wednesday at Ridge Ferry Park. That includes the fireworks 
on Wednesday night. Also, fireworks coming up in Cave Spring, Cartersville, and at Thursday's Rome Braves game. Your weather, nothing but 90s. It is just hot and nasty out there. Uh, Mid-90s yesterday, 96 was the high, as a matter of fact. Heat index of 96 to 100 degrees for over eight hours yesterday as well. Just kind of nasty. It's not going to be any break in the heat, at least through the weekend. Obituaries today, we say farewell to Mrs. Sarah Elizabeth Dorsett, Mr. James Harold Hillis Jr., Jane Holenbach Mathis, Gary Wayne Moon, Mrs. Deborah Campbell Seaford, Mr. Charles Richard Snook Smith. From your Truett McConnell, Truett McConnell, always do that. Truett's Chick-fil-A Sports Report. Rome Braves, a big game last night. Unfortunately, did not go their way. 1-0 loss to Kannapolis. They play again tonight at 7 and Wednesday at 7. The Braves, by the way, are home Thursday with fireworks following their game with Asheville. First pitch, by the way, is 7 p.m. on Thursday night. All right, right now, our first break of the morning. Welcome back. We'll talk about Somerville Park not backing down from what could be Mission Impossible. This is the Hometown Headlines podcast for Tuesday. And welcome back to the Hometown Headlines podcast newscast for Tuesday morning. John Druckermiller with you. As we said earlier, Summer Park residents not backing down from what some would call Mission Impossible. Uh, One of our headlines today is about a new resistance forming by many residents in Somerville Park when it comes to plans to put a sleep-in hotel on Martha Berry at Charlton Street. Their concern is this. The new hotel means new traffic and possibly more crime, both already an issue with uh, some of the aging hotels within one mile of the neighborhood that was founded in 1913. So why do we say Mission Impossible? Here's a scenario. The hotel already has needed zoning to build its 52 rooms and 54 parking spaces. The neighbors won a round by rebuffing the hotel's efforts to skip building a sidewalk on a side street. They packed a city zoning meeting and were armed with petitions signed by more than 500 people in that bid. But there are no barriers to building the hotel. That isn't stopping the homeowners of, and they want to get things organized to continue their efforts to get the sleep in out of their neighborhood. And the one weapon they have in their arsenal is a power of the vote. Don't forget, six city commission seats are on the November 5th ballot. Registered voters in Somerville will be able to have their own version of a pick six, shall we say, from the ballot, as this fall's election is supposed to be a contested one. Some commissioners might not seek a new seat, but others are and could face heat from the Somerville Park community. Even the threat of a clean slate of city commissioners might not help, as the city overall might not have the legal legs to block the hotel. But then again, would you want to be the commissioner who tells these people to just suck it up and ignore the additional cars and noise and potential crime? That might not be a wise scenario. It might be a no-win scenario. Our advice to the homeowners, keep the pressure up on City Hall. The recent vote to fix downtown parking errors, i.e. the revenue grabs, worked quite well. Those pulling the strings had to cut those strings. A show of force by Somerville Park might lead to some relief. Would they, in turn, have a legal challenge against the city for letting the hotel build there, even though the city does nothing, really, to mitigate traffic concerns and possible crime concerns as well? This will be an interesting battle to watch. Were we Somerville Park residents would start organizing a city commission candidate's forum at a neighborhood church and would network with downtown merchants and East Rome residents who have successfully fought off development and or dumb ideas. 
Despite the odds, these folks don't believe in the no-win scenario. After all, one big win already, they don't have a lot to lose. We'll be watching, and we'll have details for you on our website and on our podcast. That's going to wrap it up for this morning. I remind you again, we do have a new interview podcast now posted with uh, Sheriff Tim Burkhalter on what's new with the Floyd County Jail. Also, we'll have your first look at football this year coming up later this week from our podcast. This is John Druckenmiller with HometownHeadlines.com wishing you a great day in Northwest Georgia. And now our potential new theme song, courtesy of the maestro himself, Harry Musselwhite. Let us know what you think of his creation he calls Funky Druck. Thank you.